and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And me, Tony. I'm back. Yes, he's back. And it's a bit of a shock for everybody because we're doing a, a commentary this month. We said we weren't going to do one. No. It's been a while. Back by unpopular demands. demands yes. <laughs> Literally nobody demanded this. <laughs> but here we are. We're sitting in the, we're sitting in the same room. And uh, yes, ready to do an audio commentary. So um, this month we've chosen the Tomb of the Cybermen. Uh, Patrick Troughton's... Um, I don't know if he's called it a classic story. It, it was always deemed as a classic story. Yes. Um, I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. Tom's never seen it. I would have Okay. Okay. Technical difficulties. Well, it, it, was, it was one of those missing stories that was believed missing and it popped up. Oh, in Hong Kong. Yeah, something like that. And um, <clears throat> I think it wasn't quite so highly regarded when it was seen for the first time all those years later. I don't know. Yeah. So it was met with a little bit of disappointment. I've been there to understand, but oh well, we'll see. It was a full four episodes. Though. It wasn't like a cartoon. One of them was. It? Oh no, no, you got a full, full four Troughton here, mate. Yeah, not the last time when you watched the Troughton. It was a, two cartoon episodes, wasn't it? Yes. And a fine-looking young model as well. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about you perving over the cartoon oh. lady. <laughs> and the disappointment you didn't see her skirt blown up in the helicopter. If I remember rightly, oh, no, no. <laughs> Fraser Hines did though. <laughs> Damn. Full view of the Trossocks. Anyway, <laughs> shall we do some news first? Yes. Yes, let's do some news. <clears throat> okay. Well, um, as we everybody should know by now, Doctor Who is back next weekend, which is the 1st of September. Hooray. Yes, at last. At last. Yes, yeah. which means we're going to have some new Who to talk about. Can't believe it. Yes. So, after all those, uh, many months has it been? It was December last year. That was the last yeah. time new Who. So My had, God. Had eight months. Yeah, eight months of no Doctor Who. Well, no new Doctor Who. Right. How do you feel about that, Tom? Well, I'm ecstatic that it's back. <laughs> yeah, you look it. Yeah. Okay, well, um, it premieres in the UK, USA and Canada, all on the uh, all getting it on the 1st of September. In the UK, we are getting it at 7.20pm, but in um, on BBC America, it's not been shown till 9pm uh, Eastern Standard Time, so right, yeah. they've, they've got a bit of a... A bit of a wait. Yeah, so um, I think people have already said, you know, they're staying away from Twitter. No spoilers. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah so yeah. they won't get any out of us. No. We don't want to spoil any, any enjoyment for anybody there. So, yes, can't wait, can't wait. Now, unfortunately, Australia, for all our Australian listeners, you're not going to get it to the 8th of September, a week behind. Good heavens, why is, it, why is that? I suspect it's time difference that they can't get it on the Saturday night without it being on before uh, of course, yeah, here yeah, yeah. in it the UK. It makes sense. Yeah. Of course it would be, well, obviously, it? if the BBC want to show it first, then... Yeah, I'll see that. Right. It'd be a week later for them to be able to put it on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So, well, a little bit of um, trivia that someone's, someone's dug up. Um, Day of the Daleks, um, Destiny of the Daleks, and Remnants of the Daleks, um, they've been all been used to launch a new series of Doctor Who. Okay. Well, Destiny um, and coincidentally premiered also on the 1st of September oh. as well. So there we go. And we want to know how Destiny the Daleks turned out. Yes. yes. <laughs> Apart from Tony. Apart from Tony. Yes. Okay. <coughs> but also um, to sort of preceding uh, the new series, starting Monday, uh, the 27th of August, there's some more mini episodes appearing on the BBC website and it's called Pond Life. What about that time? Well, I remember the cartoon was around in the uh, 90s on Channel 4. What? Yeah, with, with um, Dolly Pond. Me and Seb used to watch it. Back in the time. I'm okay. completely lost now. I remember, it was a little cartoon on Channel 4 late at night. Right. But for our listeners out there, have you ever heard of um, 
Pond life with Dolly Pond. What was it years ago? Then uh, who, who's no, Dolly, who's Dolly Pond? It must be some. Well, she was a little character in it with glasses, and she was like the. Was it? What was it on late at night? Was it a bit sexy? <laughs> oh, Is that uh, well, you and your wife are watching it in bed together? <laughs> Get you in the mood. <laughs> Oh no, she's sort of like a paranoid kind of... habits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. Anyway, the woman had done her voice, now does <laughs> the voice of yes, Miss Rabbit in Peppa Pig. <laughs> so, sorry, say again, <laughs> The woman had done her voice, but Dolly Pond's voice. What, you want? Oh, so uh, I thought you meant now, your wife. That's now it. does uh, Miss Rabbit in Peppa Pig and, um, um, what was her name? Nanny Plum in um, Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we all learned something new there, didn't we? <laughs> Um, do you answer what the actress's name is? Oh, yeah, I, I, I did it. I did, oh, good heavens. Um, uh, ah, damn. Shall we come back to that at the I'll end? Come, we'll we'll leave tons of news, news this, this character, this actress's name. And, uh, oh, damnation. Oh, dear. Okay, yes, well, there's uh, some <laughs> mini episodes on the BBC website <coughs> daily, uh, Monday to Friday, uh, as I said, already said already, called Pond Life. Um, directed by Saul Metstein and written by Chris Sarah Chibnall. Alexander. Sarah Alexander? Yeah. Oh, that's Peter Serafinovich's wife. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, she does, yeah, she does all the good voices. Wife or girlfriend or something, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. Um, so just to give you a bit of background what this Pond Life mini episodes are about, um, as it says here, Pond Life provides us with a lovely opportunity to catch up with Amy and Rory since we last saw them at the end of the last series. It opens with the Ponds at home and gives us an insight into just what happens when the Doctor drops in and out of their lives. Travelling with the Doctor is one of the greatest things you can do, but it's fun to spend a few moments looking at the chaos he can also bring. There you are. Yes. So um, you can watch them individually um, each day, but apparently it's going to be shown on the BBC Red it's Button. Omnibus. <laughs> Omnibus. The Omnibus edition, indeed. Um, on the Saturday preceding the uh, Asylum of the Daleks. Ah, so there you go. So, you been watching that time? What, Asylum of the Daleks? Well, no, the Pond Life. Oh, Pond Life. Um, <laughs> I can't. Asylum of the uh, Daleks. I, well, yeah. I would be watching it, of course, but my computer's a technical difficulty. It's, it's, it's gone. The, 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 well, you do, really. But. Yeah. <laughs> we can wait till so you can watch it next Saturday on the red button. Uh, yes, that's what I'll do. There you go, then. So you will be watching it. Yes. We want a full report. Of course. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> a DVD update Ambassadors of Death, which has been released on the 1st of October. Yes. yes. Now you, you had a little fact about this, Paul, didn't you? Which you quoted earlier on. Um, yeah, a personal fact. The, it, was, it was probably the first episode shown since I've been alive when it was first broadcast. There you go. Interesting. Interesting. Which one was around on June the seventh? Then. Don't know. God knows. <laughs> What's the episodes <laughs> after that? Then? I don't know. <laughs> you call yourself experts. <laughs> Heaven's sake. Well, you should be telling us. Oh, you, you, you bring oh, the facts. I would have been telling you. You bring the facts to these podcasts. I would have been telling you. <laughs> okay, well, what's um, the special features um, on this DVD? Uh, you've got a commentary with uh, Caroline John, Nicholas Courtney, Peter Halliday, Jeffrey Beavers. Now, the first three are all sadly departed. They must have been recorded some time ago then. Yeah. This commentary. Um, Peter Halliday, tone was Packer. Who? From Invasion. In- Invasion. The, like, ah. the, the Trouton story we did a commentary on. <coughs> oh, him. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Jeffrey, uh, so Jeffrey Beavers, who played Private Johnson, who also Caroline John's husband. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah of course, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, on the commentary, you've got uh, Michael Ferguson, director, Terence Dix, script editor, Derek Ware, stunt, stunt coordinator, uh, Roy Scammell, Derek Martin, stunt performers, plus moderation by Toby Haydoke. Moderation? 
moderation. Yes, he moderates the uh, the basically keeps everybody on track and jogs their memory now and again. Ooh. Yeah, keep, keeps the conversation flowing. Right. We could do with him here now, right now, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all that he's sadly lacking from us. Yes, indeed. Um, you've also got a making the, oh. of the Ambassador's Death called Mars Probe Seven. Yeah. Um, you've got a, a original BBC trailer on there as well. Um, Tomorrow's Times, which is about the Third Doctor. It's um, a series they've been doing on various DVD releases, and this time <laughs> looks at the press <coughs> coverage of um, when Doctor Who reaches the John Pertwee era, or John Pertwee, as we should say. Uh, the uh, Ubiquitous Photo Gallery and the also Radio Times listing. So there we are. There we go. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. I like the Ambassador's Death. That's mm. a good story. And, and in full colour. Full colour. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, to wrap this news, um, news item up, we have our visitor from the Antimatter Universe. It's time... For Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets! And in Omega's Tat Corner this week, well, there's just one, just one item that he is particularly angry and it's raised his ire, actually, Tone. It's raised his ire. It's um, the announcement that finally Rory Williams gets his own figure, play set figure thing. It's um, about time. From character options. And, um, hmm, it looks nothing like him, basically. And we've, we've had a good look at it, haven't we? And we've, right. um, we've all reached the same conclusion. He actually looks like Ed Chu, the pole. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Um, so if no one knows who that is, look up the band called Tempole Tudor from the 1980s. Um, it's a particularly boring figure as well, isn't it? Yes. It's, 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 you wonder why it's been years in development. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's not even um, Rory as the Roman. You thought that would have made a bit more sense, yes. wouldn't it? But no, it's just him in a puffer jacket, basically. It's probably the most boring figure you could possibly dream up. Um, however, it will be available from Forbidden Planet, of course. Uh, it, apparently it's going to be released on the 5th of October. So you've got a bit of a wait. And um, it's handsomely priced. The the, well, the website price is 8 99 If you buy it in the shop, it's 9 99 I can add to my collection without them. Good, Fantastic. good. Yep. You've just been that little space on your shelf, hasn't there? It is, just about. <laughs> it's the one you've been waiting for. It is. You really, we all have actually, and what a bleeding disappointment it's been actually. Dear oh dear. Okay then, that is the news for this week. So coming up very very soon is our commentary for Tomb of the Cybermen. So for another week, that was the news. Okay then, it's time to crack on with this month's audio commentary, and this month we are doing Tomb of the Cybermen. What are all these knobs? Okay then. Tone's ready with his facts. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Without actually watching this programme at all because your PC failed. Yeah, I know, but I've, at, I've at, been... At, at the critical moment when I sent you the, it to watching... <laughs> I sent the whole DVD to watch, didn't I? That's just... what probably broke my computer. <laughs> Tone, yeah. Tone has re-lost the episode. He, he has re-lost it. <laughs> well, that was the commentary. Goodbye. <laughs> right, OK then. So, everyone ready at home? Because we're going to be pressing play on the DVD in five, four... Three, two, one, and play. Okay. There's not much more we can say about the credits, really, is there? No. Not no. Really. Actually, I would have had something to say, but the computer broke down and I couldn't get the facts I wanted. Ah, oh, damn. Ah. Do you know what I hope they do? I hope they do bring back the, the face. Yeah, I the, that, yeah. that would be. Just see Matt Smith's face. In the... Yeah, in the opening credits, that would be good.
I've forgotten they reintroduced the St John's Ambulance badge quite so prominently on Troughton's TARDIS, actually. This bit's weird. This is on film. Yeah. It's not a studio, video, normal video recording this. It's, like it's on 35mm yeah. film, this bit. It's ah. weird. <coughs> and putting an echo on the voice as well. That's a bit... Was she a new assistant or something? That that's um Victoria. Ah. And this is her second story. Mm-hmm. Her well, first, first story is Evil of the Daleks. Yes, but first is official companion, isn't it? Yes, it is, yes. Well I don't know, he picked up um Jamie, didn't he? Because he was tripping with Ben, Polly and Jamie for yeah. a while, wasn't he? From the Highland. That was after did he pick up... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong now, aren't I? Always do when it comes to trail, and I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I may know it. Go on. What was it again? <laughs> what you saying? What Don't worry, Tony. What are you trying to say? Don't written, worry, Tony. I'll probably have written down anyway. Probably. It was very doe-eyed, wasn't she, Victoria Watling? Has she come from the olden days, then? Victorian England. Oh, of course. Hence Victoria. There you are. Ah. Still bizarre that you've seen this on film. I don't quite realise that before. But... And finally. <coughs> so, with no people around it, so you don't know it's only about two foot high. <laughs> Someone's left a thimble on the shore there. <laughs> and a clever way of doing it, rather than having to build a big set. It was actually, yeah. It's very imaginative. Slightly more expensive, I should imagine. Less expensive, yeah. Less expensive, was it? Well, doing it this you way. haven't had to build a set, have they? Oh, Just done. build the model, yeah. pull it oh, there, so and that's you. it. Yeah, Job yeah, done. Enough, yeah. oh, <laughs> the thing is, like, this looks to be the most ill-equipped interplanetary expedition ever. <laughs> They all look like they've just gone out on a picnic and got lost, don't they? <laughs> Is he a, a professor or something, the one with the beard? They always are, aren't they? And yes. Oh, I'm surprised. <coughs> Who's he, the sceptical um, sponsor of the expedition or something, is he? Oh, which one, sorry? The one with the bald head. The bald head? Yes, he is the, the sceptical Yes, <laughs> Eric Klieg. <sighs> We could have rattled off through all the actors there at the moment, because but we'll we'll save it. We'll save As a side it. issue, we're uh, looking for whoever Ted Rogers is in this. Uh, <laughs> yes, episode. we are. Yeah. And now on BBC One. <laughs> and maybe the Go Compare bloke was there. <laughs> <laughs> Please let, never mention that again. Hates those adverts. So do I. Is he really American? This fellow, because you know. Well, um, you mean George Rubicek? 
Sounds American. That's the actor's name. <laughs> That'll do for me. That's the actor's name. Do you want to know about it in there, do you? No, go on then. Uh, he was born in Austria, actually. Ah, good, good. According to Wikipedia, anyway. Ah. Which, as you know, is 100% fact-checked. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They ring tone all the time to check, don't they? Yeah. Exactly. Facts right. <laughs> That's right. Uh. Now, he was, he's, um, as you've mentioned, George Rubichet, let's just cut to the chase about him now, shall see, we? See. Okay. Um, now, me and Paul now know there is a, a, a theme running through this. A Rubichet uh, doll? No, no, there's That's a theme running through this story. Oh, and it's the theme of James Bond. Ah. Okay, so, George Rubichek appeared in uh, Bond films. Um, which ones? Oh, did he? Your fir- he was in two <coughs> Bond films. You must, or we will accept your first answers. Moonraker. No. I think that's the death of Ted Rogers. That's Ted. Ted's gone. Oh. Couldn't work out the, the twisted rhyme. The man, with the golden, <laughs> man with the golden gun. No, sorry, it was. No, you only live twice, uh, and the spy will love me. Who did you play then? Uh, I'm looking that up. <laughs> but it was also in um, the Billion Dollar Brain, Harry Palmer film, um, A Dirty Dozen, and it was also in Star Wars: A New Hope as well. Ooh. Now, wasn't he the one who comes up and tells Darth Vader about the the escape pods or something? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What accent has he got there? Oh, it's American. Yeah. My TV will be watching this. I see one. That'd be their new Saturday night quiz, won't it? Who can open these electric doors for 50 pounds? <laughs> the cube. <laughs> the electric cube. <laughs> yes. The fact that Jamie's immediately antagonising everybody who's holding the guns against him. He'd probably be annoyed because they said it's all right, they're English. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. So, what planet's this then? Well, tell me, we've been here before. Have we? Yes, on a previous commentary. Oh, is it not Cyberman's um, home planet or something? Is it? Well, the home planet was destroyed, Mondas, but this is Telos. Is that where they moved? Yeah, but we did. Telos was in Attack of the Cybermen. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so the doctor is going, if you show me yours, I'll show you mine. That bloke from EastEnders in that one, wasn't he? What was he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kenny Bill. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> now, another thing as well, there's an awful lot of stock music used in this. There was no score written for this. No, used... actually, actually, can I just say Rogers is still alive? Oh, no, told... damn, that was the death of Ted Rogers. Because ah. he's just said to him, we're going back to the rocket. Ah, oh, damn. Ah. We've got three lives. Yeah. <laughs> of course three we're down to two we obviously we're down to two we one. rejected the wrong one didn't we he did yeah <laughs> I wish I thought of some ridiculous bloody question to th- <laughs> <coughs> hmm. 
We're waiting for Chris Emmett to come along as well. <laughs> The only thing I can remember about um, three two one. Sorry, we go completely off topic here. Never mind about two of the song. We'll talk about three two one there. Um, oh, what's the guy from um, Bonzo Dog Doodal Band? Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, curses. Um, what New Innis? New Innis. That's oh, it. Oh, well, I was going to say Fifth Stanley. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could remember him coming on singing Urban Space Man. I thought, what are you doing, man? God's sake. See, they're not evil at all. You see, this is the 60s Britain, you see. So you've got evil Arabs. Yeah. And um, Toberman, the black uh, guy there, he's a slave. Oh, really? Oh, he's really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have some facts about uh, Toberman, or rather the oh, actor I'll, Roy I'll, Stewart. I'll, later I'll on, do so. the first fact now. You yeah, because it's not very exciting. Go do some facts. It's not okay. a lot happening at the moment. I'm not a big fan of the story, <sighs> I've got to be honest. Here we go. First fact, uh, Patrick Troughton was born Patrick Candescence Trumpton on the 29th of February, 1917. Because of the Great War, leap years were pushed forward. Reasons why remain top secret. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So did you say Patrick, Patrick Clandestine Trumpton? No, 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 no Candescence. Clandescence. No, oh, Candescence, sir. Candescence. Candescence oh, Trumpton. <laughs> Trumpton, I like that actually. And Channel 5 are going to use this for the world's strongest man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little gasp. <laughs> oh, as he pulls the door open. <clears throat> At least someone had the idea that they should be suitably thick, the doors. Look suitably thick. I mean, the fact that they wobble as he pulls them open. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's a, yeah, they look suitably heavy, least, don't they? At least, yeah. least, least they weren't like an inch thick once he pulled them open. Or made of foam rubber. But. Yes. <laughs> There'd be a murk on the house. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let us never speak of that again. She was very much your archetype screaming girl in it, but but some of that or after that she just thought, Oh, I'm the gooseberry in this part. <laughs> well the way he was holding Jamie's hand over the threshold there, that was a <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this was her first adventure though, so she's come from Victorian England straight into into this, so I suppose you can you can imagine it really. Yeah, he's so, keep your hair right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise he didn't have any. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, this is so poorly acted. These two are terrible. They really are. If they go on to anything else after this, or. <laughs> Look at that. It's just that. It's just that. Is like, it, I crushed their balls. <laughs> 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 No one's listening, Baldy. Um, oh no, it's Beardy. Beard. 
Is it a fun slide that leads them down to the... <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, here's the other point. Of, of how did they even find the planet if they couldn't see two doors? They're, oh, no. they're not exactly hidden panels, are they? <laughs> Time will say. I mean, something like they couldn't see that was a door there. <laughs> the Doctor knows. Now, you, you asked about are, are those two been anything else. Well, Shirley, um, Shirley Cooklin, um, who plays Kaftan. Oh, Kaftan. Yeah. Oh, Kaftan. Um, she was actually the wife of, I think I'm right in saying, Peter Bryant, who was the, um, the producer or something. Yes. So that's how she got the part. Oh, so well, Jerry Dose wrote the part specially for her. Uh, so, um, she's been in a few other. She was in Z things like Z Cars, um, Dixon and Doc Green, some stuff from the sixties, and um, something called uh, The Tyrant King. <laughs> Paul Temple, remember that rings a bell. Paul Temple. Oh, it's about campanologists. Is it radio? Put was that yeah. one? Um, the Adventures of Sir Lancelot, yeah. Children of the New Forest. Don't know what that one was. Oh, well, you'd be interested. Fabian that of the Yard. That sounds uh, suitably. That's 1955, that one. Blimey. And it looks like the last thing she did was a TV movie of Macbeth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Just last week. Yes. As for the other guy, we'll come to him later. Okay. The actor who plays Eric Kleeg. There's, there's evil for you. <laughs> Kleeg. Suggests evil. <coughs> He's a brilliant archaeologist, this guy, isn't he? I like even the Cybermen stalls have got Cybermen heads embossed on them as well. It's sort of, like sort of Cybermen Archaea, isn't it? <laughs> I just wonder whether there's just like the, the doors, though, that have got all of like Cybermen toilets. <laughs> <laughs> With male and female Sovmen symbols on them. <coughs> oh, heavens. Ah, so we have Cyril Shapps, the actor here. He's been quite a few other Doctor Who stories. Ah. I'll do that later. But I think he's the best. <laughs> but the best thing. There we go, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was only asking. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound so I was saying not now not now <laughs> I someone by the sofa sort of popped up there so I'll try it later you do realize this doesn't come out at all on the podcast does it no I made, did I make some movement then or something or no no it's the way you said it I'll, I'll do that later <laughs> alright <laughs> okay I was going to give you a fact then about Cyril <laughs> Shep which you'll oh. probably know this one time you will know this one. Oh, the yeah. young ones. Yeah. The woods, the darkness, the howling winds. Oh, yes. Oh, I've just come out of the southern man toilet there. <laughs> <laughs> I can you tell which one's man would <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie's squatting. The toilets are through there, mate. <laughs> oh, look what he's done. <laughs> You'll change your diet, mate. It's cyber crap. <laughs> yes, you can say crap, so. Okay. 
Mold swearing's fine. Oh, good. I was going to say, wow, I'm not too bad. I had better days. I'm still bald. And I've got my health. <laughs> like your flies. Oh, dear. And we've been here five minutes and we're going to work it out. Yes. <laughs> that, so, oh, Tyler's got another fact. Another fact, yep, yep. I'll go, I'll go through them in order this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. I think usually I sort of mishmash them around. And, and you get yourself confused like I do, you did yeah. last time. Right, here we go. Uh, this is a silly one. It was, uh, Patrick Troughton felt that the radio and TV should be purely an adult medium and supported the idea of banning all shows dedicated to kids. Hoops and sticks did me when I was a nipper, and so should them, he once said. That's a true story. Huh? Silly true story, but... Well, I mean, they're, they're facts. So can you please refer to him as Patrick Trumpton from now on? Oh, Trumpton. <laughs> <laughs> if you like. <laughs> <coughs> All right, mate, calm down, don't get excited. Oh, you can talk. <laughs> He'll tell them later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I still don't understand why she wants to pull the levers and it makes no sense. <laughs> And my comb over. The fact she seems to know exactly which levers to be I pulling. I know. It just and the, other, the other bloke outside who, who, who works it all out hasn't worked it out yet. Exactly. <laughs> didn't she have a sinister look on her face if she wanted to uh, lock yeah. in? Yeah. This is that she did. She was doing exactly what she wanted to do. Ah. Is there a mind control going on here, man? I've not seen. I've never no. seen this one. <laughs> no, none at all. There should be. It would have helped the story. Oh, there is a bit now, actually, coming up. Oh, there is actually. Yes, saying that. There is, yes. Tone's predicting this. Tone, having never watched this, is going to tell us what happens. I can tell the professor was, who was the sponsor of the archaeological dig or whatever. When we finish this, Tone will give us his review of Asylum of the Daleks. <laughs> Somehow I know. So I'm finding this all very overacted and overwrought. And... <coughs> I think it comes from having people that were brought up on the stage rather than yeah, definitely in television as a media. Now, who was that lurking in the doorway there? <laughs> as he walked out, there was seemed to be someone lurking in the Rogers, background. Probably Rogers. How does she know exactly what to do? Yeah, that's yeah, so what I was saying. She, she's worked it all out before anybody else. It's Saturday night on ITV1. <laughs> oh, God, yeah.
And what was the purpose of that? It's a fun house. There's a slide. Oh, the time tunnel thing. <laughs> time tunnel, yeah. yeah. Now, Bernard Holly there, Tony, he was also in the Claws of Axos, a Pertwee story. Yeah. Was that it all he was in? He's That's actually one done. of those people that crops up and you suddenly, oh, him. Him, yeah. recognise his face, but not, wouldn't necessarily recognise his name. Victoria. Actually, he also added his voice to that um, Let's Save Confidential song that all the podcasters Got together, and he did. The, he did the voice of Axos. Yeah, for it. Oh God, actually, they, yeah. they got him to do it. Yeah, interesting. Well, fair play to the bloke, actually. <coughs> well, that was an interesting venture. I have no intention of repeating. <laughs> Never made the outer reaches of the charts, then. No, unfortunately. Actually, no. I'm glad about that. Of course, it saved the program. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be watching it. Yes, yeah, so I'll be watching BBC Three at ten past eight on Saturday. <laughs> Do you know what? That, we, we'll change it. No, we'll save that for next week. I don't talk about some of the Daleks. I haven't seen it yet, or, or what, what Doctor Who Confidential might have been like. But. That's disappointed. Is that all? Now, have you pressed everything? Oh, only except nothing except the biggest button there. Yeah, exactly. No, do not touch on it. Yeah. Prince I, just like, I just like that. It's going to protect him. Like. Oh. tribute band. The hypnotic owl effect. <laughs> Just already have. Shut up. <laughs> and the death of Bernard Holly. He's gone. <gasps> A Cyberman. Oh dear. Well, that oh, went my... through rather quickly, didn't oh, it? I think I better do a few more facts. Quick, for the, well, the credits oh, roll. No, a few go. more facts on the next one. Oh, I think we have four for each episode. Oh, yeah, well, I've meant to. I've only done three, I've done three, haven't I? Yeah, yeah go on, no, quick. No, no, All right, then. Uh, Troughton chose his new surname. Trumpton. Uh, sorry, Trumpton chose his new surname by combining parts of his favourite catchphrase. More slippery than a ton of trout. <laughs> what? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, God. Oh... There's a reason we asked you to join this podcast, Tone. I've, I've yet to find what it is. but when <laughs> <laughs> we remember what it is, we'll get you to do it. Oh, well, that was episode one. We should be back in episode two. It's the fuel pumps. Some character has balled up the lot. Okay, then. Episode two. Here we go. Going to press play in five, four, three, two, one, and play. Wish we come up something different for the opening credits, because it's going to be like a few seconds of complete silence now. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Do get to relive the death of Bernard Holly, Holly though, in a minute though. Yeah. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, they do yeah. play a fair bit of the previous episode, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still not sure why they need to be playing mind control stuff while they're testing a gun. I, I, it's um, one of the no people, what's his name? Um, just at the beginning there. Kit Pedler, who is he again? He wrote it. Oh, right, right. right. Jerry Davis. But he sounds like someone who's trying to, you know, you know what do you call it? Sell someone. Was that, was that Amiga? Amiga's Tap Corner. What, Tap Peddler? Uh, yeah. Oh, get Tap <laughs> <laughs> Peddler, Kit Peddler. Did you, Did you say got, Amiga? Amiga. Amiga. Ooh, oh, ain't we <laughs> grand? <laughs> O- Omega? How do you spell it? Omega. Omega, yeah. Omega. <laughs> Ew. Was he playing the grand piano as well, was he? Is he one of the Cheltenham Omegas? <laughs> he might have been, actually. Hey, hang on. I think he's out riding. <laughs> Omega. That's it. Oh, Cyril Shaps is getting a bit nervous now. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you about him later. <laughs> he wants to know about himself that's why he's getting nervous he doesn't know what dark secrets you have <laughs> actually, now Tone actually talking to Cyril Shaps there is another Bond connection I believe oh good yeah so he's in one Bond film oh Schnapps Schnapps that's it, yes. <laughs> he's in another Bond Cedric film. Schnapps yes he was <laughs> he was in one Bond film Oh, I bet he played Professor or something in there Whichever one it was. He played Dr. Beckman. Doctor, you see, Doctor Professors. Yeah, he looks a type. Did a good line in Professors and Doctors, this actor. Uh-huh. Yeah, go on. Um, Which Bond film? Take your first answer. Um, what's the one that um, Matt Monroe sang? What's, what's that? What, from Russia with Love? Yeah. No. Damn. Again, it was The Spy Who Loved Me. <laughs> Was there any Cybermen in it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why Vicky screamed when, when the Cybermen yeah. shot, but not when. <laughs> but he was it. I mean, Cyril Shaps, the stuff he's been in, it's unbelievable, actually. Yeah. Quite a mess, too. Danger Man. Dixon Dot Green. Zed Cars. Oh, the yeah. Saints. Yeah. A man in a Suitcase. Randall Hotkirk Deceased. Department S. Fantastic. And in Doctor Who, he was in this, the Ambassadors of Death, Planet of the Spiders, and the Androids of Tara. The Liver Birds, when the boat comes in, some others do have them, the Aneeding Line, the Persuaders, Porridge, the Sweeney, the Young Ones, the Bill, Lovejoy, Midsummer Murders. Good guy, still alive, is he? Uh, no, he died in t- January 2003. The way oh. you said that, the Liver Birds, when the boat comes in, <laughs> what that be the ferry across the Mersey then? What <laughs> <laughs> Did you also know he played? He also provided the voice of Mr. Gruber in The Adventures of Paddington Bear? No. There you go. Very busy then. Very busy. Stuff he's done is amazing. Oh, you got a fact, Tom? Uh, Yeah, where was he? Um, Ah, yes, here we go. At school, Trout excelled at Boston. At school, Trumpton excelled at basketball. Despite his four foot ten stature, could leap ten <laughs> feet into the air and still holds the British record for most slam dunks in the season. Yep. Amazing what you find.
So they couldn't be any more suspicious if they tried those two. It's almost getting a bit like Agatha Christie, isn't it? They're all going to meet in the drawing room. <laughs> who the killer is. <laughs> Bald, sweating, and foreign. He's clearly evil, Mr. Krieg, isn't he? Or Krieg, sorry. And mine. Well, it's been everyone's, really, Tom. Everyone's dream. He's happy now. Nervous shaps, he's going home. It reminds me of another actor, that guy. Which one? Him. I am. Aubrey Richards. Ah. Ah, um, Ronald Pickup. Hmm. Heard of him, what's he done? Do you know that, um, oh, what's he, mate? Oh, he's been loads of things, Ronald Pickup. He's, do you remember that thing that, um, Mil, that's, I think it was a book that Melvin Bragg wrote. And it got made into a, a, a drama on BBC One. It had the first um, thing that, Der, was it, I hope I pronounced her name right, Dervla Kerwin yeah. appeared in. Some yeah. Time something or other. Yeah, he was some sort of college or university professor who was sleeping with one of his students and she was... Oh, wait a minute. What... It's very, very famous because she was topless in it. So it made... Oh, oh that one. Time's taken notice now. Time to know now. Oh, yeah. He's just ins- consulting his encyclopedia as we yes. speak. Yep. Oh, I've got it. He's got a book out similar to the Doctor had just now oh, he's when back. he's going through it. Captain Hopper's back. Ah, fantastic. Rocket ship. He was, he was the prototype Captain Jack. Wasn't he wasn't it. <laughs> Captain Hopper. He's getting nervous again. <laughs> I'm still trying to feel if he is actually American because no one actually is here. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is terribly acted. It really is. Let's throw another little fact in while we're... It's not exactly peaches. Let's throw another one in. Did he say it's Mr. Snacks? Oh, that's Right, the second one. Ah, here we go. Tomb of the Cybermen. Yeah. Men. Tomb of the Cybermen is actress Sue Pollard's 14th, <laughs> 14th favourite Doctor Who serial. Golden Tone singer Tony Bennett rates it as his 23rd favourite. Ah, yes. Hmm. The second appearance was Sue Pollard on our podcast, actually. Oh, was it? <laughs> well, she was one of the guests at our awards ceremony at the New Year, Sue Pollard. Well, spoke on it. She, no, she was on the red carpet. Oh, I see. <laughs> Good guys. He never listens to anything we do. He takes part, forgets all about it, and that's it. <laughs> So the son goes home and wipes his memory. To... It's the only <laughs> way he can sleep at night. 
<laughs> it is. Goes home, his wife talks him down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a book at the moment where a man keeps losing his memory, but uh, mysterious, I forgot where it's called. <laughs> That's true, I have. Yeah. Damn. Even the author, I forgot his name as well. But it's Orange. The book's Orange. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as bad as in Porridge, ain't it? Zero. It's called Zero. That's <laughs> it. He goes, I had a book once. Green it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah zero. My je- chest, something or something or other. Do you know what, sir? I've got absolutely no idea what you're talking about now. <laughs> oh, it's you're coming. just rambling. It's, it's coming to me. You've got zero interest, haven't you? <laughs> it, I think... I think our listeners at home now have got this image of you sitting in a wicker bath chair with a rug over you and using a big ear trumpet. <laughs> what? As opposed to sitting in a wicker hey? man. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to set fire to. <laughs> ah, he's getting excited. Mr. Clean is getting excited again. Talk of the wicker man, I had a package the other day come through the post sort of thing, right? Oh, thank God you finished that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I was invited in, and, uh, and it had uh, summer isle apples on it. This package, uh, that's a Wicker Man reference if I ever saw one. Summer isle apple, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. summer isle. I mean, yeah. it was in there. I, was, I wanted to rip it open and uh, have a look. Find yeah. Brickett, Brick Eckland. Is <laughs> <laughs> this the low rent version? <laughs> is, is that the low, the Lego version? Yes. <laughs> Brick Eckland. Brick Eckland. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. Oh dear, I've only had two beers. I can't even say Brit Eckland properly. It's the Sorry. 60s. <laughs> 60s after all. Dear, oh dear. <laughs> Women. Know your know limits. Know your, <laughs> your limits, has it? <laughs> What's she doing here? She needed to get down with some knitting out of her bag. <laughs> Needle points. They kettle was in them days, didn't they? Perhaps she could have put tea in there. <laughs> <laughs> some tea. Put <laughs> Simon Man's head on. Yeah. <laughs> right, can you hear the music being played now? It's stock music. Really? And it's been used before in something we've all seen. It becomes more apparent later on. So maybe, maybe when it's used later, you might, it oh. might trigger something for you. And we've heard it somewhere else. Yes. But not in Doctor Who. Not in Doctor Spookily. Who. Yeah, because I say, it's stock music. It's been used <gasps> elsewhere. <gasps> wow. What's that? Talking of you can certainly tell this is the uh, the sixties version of the future because she's off to roast veal. <laughs> yeah. Talking of floss, I could do one actually. I'm looking for one. Save me money at work. You know, one preferably one with a cup on the front and a tartan kind of print. But you can't get them anymore. Is this relevant to anything? <laughs> it is. You've got glass there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but is it relevant to the commentary? What's super what it is. Of course it is. What did Everything she drop I in her? What, did you see? She dropped something in her cup there. She dropped what off? Something in her oh, cup. Right, right. She, <laughs> she, she dropped, dropped one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's that processed food, you know. It does it to you. It goes straight through you. She's a bit bilious.
Uh, I must admit, when you sort of get close-ups of the, the two, it does look quiet. It's not a bad set, actually, mm. for its day. It's really good. <clears throat> well, I probably will. Oh, oh, well, let's go home, then. <laughs> That's that sorted. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Dan, I was, I was, I thought we were going to con still going to concentrate on Mr. Mr. Cleeg then, so I was going to do some more actor, but and there's another Bond connection with him as well. Oh, Cleeg. Yeah. Oh, he's another Bond. Yeah. The spy who loved me. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, the golden eye. <laughs> 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 oh, was it that one? God and I. No, it wasn't gold. It wasn't that. Mammy. <laughs> hey, he's panicking again. To where? <laughs> He'd make a really good mole in Wind of the Willows, wouldn't he, this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I expect to see a big flash cube on the top of that camera. It's the prototype oh. Turlo, isn't it? It is, it? yes, yes. <laughs> Give his own mother up to survive, wouldn't he? I can't remember how far we're actually into the programme, whether I should... Uh, you know, I'll try and space the facts out, but I think it was, oh, God, it's only 10 minutes, only 5 minutes. <laughs> Do another one there, it's not a lot happening. Go on, oh, okay. give us another one there. All right, just a quick one. Um, Troughton's trademark fur coat was once owned by super spy Marta Hari. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Right. That's probably the only believable fact you've ever come out with, actually. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> and please, his name's Trumpton. <laughs> Trumpton. <laughs> actually, do you want to say it might have been? They call it was. It was, wasn't it, obviously? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doubting my own facts here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be allowed to happen. Constantly hysterical. Oh, he's done something evil. <laughs> he'll quickly talk about him. George Pastel. Ah, see. That's his name. But he's um <coughs> he's actually a um he's a Cypriot or was a Cypriot character actor. He does look Cypriot. His real name is George Pastelidis. <laughs> yes. Hi. Now he was in a Bond film. Yep. I'll take your first answer. All them bloody Bond films, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> it's Celebrity Squares. It? <laughs> <laughs> it Willie Rushton in the middle Rushton, there. He looks a bit like Willie Rushton, isn't he? <laughs> <I think>. um, <coughs> oh. oh, sorry, you still think of your Bond film? You only lived twice. No, from Rush With Love. You said it already. <laughs> Typical, isn't it? Tony's now answering the question before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the two Ronnie so, sketches. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Mastermind. He was also in a couple of Hammer films. He was uh, in The Mummy and The Stranglers of... Actually, three Hammer films. So I've done like the Spanish Inquisition there. Um, he was in The Mummy. <laughs> no one expected that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Stranglers of Bombay and The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Ooh. And also in that Riviera touch, that Malcolm and Wise film. Oh, yeah. Well, that yes. Was... 
Yes, he died in 1976. Ah, the death of a rat. That gun looks like it's something like 17th century pirate gun. It does, actually. <laughs> it froze up quickly again, didn't it? Is it AAA rated? That's the question. Well, I wish my bloody fridge would defrost that quickly. <laughs> I told you, I'm a Greek Cypriot character actor. <laughs> I was going to say, we don't know. Who's going to tell us later? Yes, he's... Uh, I don't know what is he supposed to... What is he supposed to be? Where's he from? Is he indiscriminate Middle Eastern country or something? Not to offend anybody in particular. I think they might have done that well, already, well, actually. Well, 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 but, but not, <laughs> not to in any the sixties. No, not, not to any particular embassy was going to be ringing <laughs> saying why. Why is the villain from our country? <laughs> I suspect any any embassy that did. Well, nowadays, like, oh, no, no, it's from Sons. Well, nowadays we we'll say Syrian is Syrian. <laughs> what in that voice? Yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm Syrian. <laughs> That's what I'm asking for a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're closed. <laughs> oh, so the way she's acting, it's all those little sideways glances as she's speaking. It's so shifty and ridiculous. What is their ulterior motive anyway, these, these, the evil ones? You find out. And it's a, and it's pretty weak as well, actually. I mean, why? Huh? Why has she got a nurse's watch thing on her? <laughs> That's what I can't understand. Hello. <laughs> I'm really cute. <coughs> <laughs> I'm Jamie's turd. It's <laughs> all <coughs> that porridge. See. <laughs> Too much iron brew. <laughs> That's what it is. Iron brew and porridge. <clears throat> the Brotherhood of Magicians, apparently. Ah, oh, that's where it's from. It's the magic circle. Paul Daniels. He's the ringleader. <laughs> Czar Daniels. <laughs> so if he was in charge of it, he'd be wearing a toupee now, wouldn't he? <laughs> no, he'd be sexier without. <laughs> Sorry, that is just the, the best thing I've ever, ever seen in the sun. That really was. Picture of Paul Daniels without his wig on. It just said underneath, Paul Daniels, sexy. <laughs> So I quite like this scene as though. This scene's out. good, yeah. For some reason, when I was a kid, I had this image. This is this was, a, and I've never seen. I was never seen it before. This wasn't discovered until nineteen ninety two. I must have seen <coughs> clips of something on the television. Hmm. 
And so I got confused with the Tom Baker story for some reason. Right. Don't know why. But... I did read the book of this when I was young. Yeah? This music. Oh. Has been used in something we've... I think you've seen it as well, Tone. Me and Paul have definitely seen it. Oh. A TV show. A 60s TV show? Um, well, it's a TV show that covers films. Oh. I think it's used again later on. Maybe this sort of... Oh, look, I'm really cute. <laughs> what, reviews, films or something? Or... No, I'll, I'll come to it later. They might, yeah. I, think it's, I think the music's used again. <laughs> I don't know why she's so scared of that. I really don't. Absolutely. How could she shoot something so cute? I know. Terrible. Now she's evil. See what I mean? Overall. We're at the end of the episode tone, so if you've got a full fact, oh, what? wait to the credits, because we've nothing to talk about during the credits, have we? Okay. All of a sudden, that set doesn't look quite so impressive from there, does it? <coughs> Bing! As they take yeah. it <laughs> Do you mind? Excuse me. Excuse I've got me. Another, I've got. I've put my pin. I've got another. Just laying I'm a cable here. It. Come on. <laughs> it's typical of these modern toilets. How comes they aren't aggressive towards them? Then? Huh? How Sorry? comes they're not aggressive towards them? Side men. Ah, because they're waking him up. Uh-huh. The cyber controller. I see. Now the actor you've seen already as well. Well, the actor in the, the cyber in control. In the cyber playing another Cyberman. Was he? Yeah. Well, earlier on, the one of the No, no, in a previous commentary we did. Oh, uh, I don't Who was it? Attack of the Cybermen. He, he played the cyber controller in that as well. That oh, was yeah. Michael Kilgariff, who, who was. Um, that was the whole thing about. Was it Ian Levine, I suppose, he had, had a hand in that particular story? Right. And it was all to do with. The, Continuity, so we got the same actor to play the cyber controller again. Good God, he's obviously a lot older, a lot fatter. I'm still alive. Was then? I don't think he is now. <laughs> See, evil. Like Sparky the magic piano. <laughs> Oh, okay. There then. we go. Yeah, so finish it off yeah. with a fact, Tom. Well, well, apparently, um, Patrick Trumpton once turned down the role of James Bond. Right? He was Fleming's first choice for the role. <laughs> when Fleming found out, found out he refused it, it hastened his untimely death in 1966. <laughs> he died a broken man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, we've ended this episode laughing 
at the death of someone. <laughs> the death of a real person. <laughs> a legend at that. Oh, that's, that's excellent. Maybe that's the reason you're here, Tone. <coughs> to knock the dead. Yeah. <laughs> to knock the dead. Okay, folks, we'll be back in episode three. Now, let's see what you can do against this. Okay, then, folks, episode three in five, four, three, two, one, and play. Right, so I think you should kick this episode off with a fat because... It's the credits again. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if I've actually done this fact already. I'll, but I do apologise if I already have, but uh, I'll, do I'll, it, I yeah. don't remember doing it. But, but anyway, I'll, I'll throw it in. Uh, Troughton made friends in... Sorry, Trumpton made friends in drama college with children's TV legend Don Chigley. At that time, he was still known as Trumpton and recoiled in horror when Chigley revealed his plans to use his surname for a show he'd written. Trumpton then changed his name to Troughton. Oh, after a, a ton of trout. Ton of trout, yeah, yeah, obviously. More slippery than a ton of trout. Yeah. I think we're really saying me there, because you can do oh. a little dance. Can... <laughs> you belong to me. Oh, dear. Everybody oh, tells me so. I'll sell by date, is there? <laughs> This, this particular Cyberman voice effect is very, very difficult to understand in certain yes. places, isn't it? Yeah. What, like tombs? Yes. <laughs> and of course, it's Peter Hawkins does all the voices. He did the voice of the Daleks as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. And- a bit like Nick Briggs now, really, isn't it? Because he does the Sideman voices and the Daleks. He's definitely not American. That's Clive Merrison. <laughs> that bloke was... I'll tell you, I love American accent. I remember from a 60s series. I mean, I know you kids probably watched it. Well, um... Hey, you crazy kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... What's, it, what's the name? What's that one with... Um, Alexander... The Bastido. What's that one called again? The uh, Protectors? Champions. It? The Champions. Champions. And yeah. the champ, champions, the one that's played the American in that, so the CIA man, whatever, right? He wasn't American, was he? What, Stuart Damon? Was he American? He was American. He was American? Yeah. He must have lived over here for a long time. We looked put on. <laughs> yeah. That man in suitcases. Well, it's not the way that Tone tries to explain the way the fact he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously lived over here for too long. He's an accent. <laughs> Brad, Brad Roy Stewart's <laughs> looking at the auto cue there, obviously. <laughs> <coughs> He hasn't even got any lines. He hasn't, no, just looking <laughs> over. <laughs> I don't think it's the first thing he actually appeared in, Roy Stewart. I don't. We'll, we'll talk about Roy Stewart when he gets his, he comes into his own later on, I think. Who's Roy Stewart again? Toberman. Oh, right. You get that Christmas, didn't you? You know, that big blocks of chocolate. They do fruit and nut versions now. <laughs> for one, someone to do that joke. <laughs> do you remember anything about Attack of the Cybermen time? About the story? 
Yeah. Because you just mentioned you the me, destruction right? of Mondas, now they went to Telos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Taka was about averting the destruction of Mondas. That's where they were. Yeah. That's it's right. Because it's set in 1985, <laughs> so... Tone gonna fight. It's just the fight with Toberman there. This is brilliant. It's the the noise that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Toberman. <laughs> I don't know why they made them all make that noise. That strange little. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that about? Since we've got two corridors, corridors to use, <laughs> and by God, we're going to use, use them. them. That, that, that silhouette thing of the Simon was a bit shocked. Don't know what Jamie had done round the corner. <laughs> <laughs> there we have a cut to film, and now tell you got to watch for the obvious thing here in a minute. The harness. <laughs> oh, <what's... laughs> oh yeah, you can see. It. <laughs> oh dear they did try bless them it's alright they just paint it out in post production nowadays wouldn't they they would now now Clive Merrison's probably <coughs> most famous for playing Sherlock Holmes on radio really? yeah ah. Now, throw a fact in. Go on. Right. In 1967, Troughton embraced the hippie lifestyle. He joined a band, protested against the Vietnam War, and tried to change the title of tonight's serial to Bong of the Cybermen. <laughs> yes. She's dropped the foreign accent there. You notice that bit there? She's proved her Ill evilness. Exactly. <laughs> Down the hatch. Down by for action. He got it right. Well, he didn't have to employ logic, did he? He just took a chance. No, the other bloke just explained it to him. How did he do it? He'd taken he out took, his it, panels it, out. And if he took a the professor... Wiring. To figure it out right. before he just moves a few wires around, and I had to know, I don't know quite know how he worked out the wiring came exactly. all the way to the yeah. flooring, though. <laughs> Basic cybernautics, Paul. You know that. Come on, come on. They're from the Bronx. I just say we stick together. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. The way he's talking, we stick together. All right, do. That has got to be the campest way to stay and holding a gun towards someone. That really. <laughs> so their voices ain't broken yet, these Simon. Because he can become all sort of. Well, it's they much sort of... deeper, aren't it? Well, no, I think it's meant to be the. Um... 
how they sort of evolve, really. They sort of because the first time you see Cybermen, they look nothing like that. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We will marry you. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't even know, a lot of them have to repeat what they say. You're altered. Like, you're altered, you are. They've <laughs> seen what Jamie's done. <laughs> <laughs> And round those, the corner in that those, li- those little ball things. You remember, used to, they used to be at the uh, infant school. What's that? Those little plastic balls. Do you remember? Did you have them at your, your infant school? What the what, what, what purpose they still were? They were just like, oh, used to oh, throw yeah. Yeah, oh, on the balls things. there, oh, there, yeah, on the yeah, side yeah, 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 I'll get what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah. I remember them. Oh, yeah. like, so, so they couldn't build up any, they weren't so heavy, was they? It's like light if they hit a window or something. Yeah, that's right. right. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't hurt a kiddie's <laughs> eye. <laughs> Well, they probably I, would actually. I suspect they're more dangerous because they've got little cut-out bits. Of <laughs> you get a corner of that hit, yeah. And they and walk straight into it. Uh, <laughs> I'm an aeroplane. <laughs> this is my nephew working a bit. He lost his accent tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> He just lost his accent now. Great. Hello. That's that one coming out, weren't it? It's my <laughs> Yeah, bloody good smoke grenades, aren't they? They go everywhere. Oh, they're back I to thought, making their funny I noise. He said he only he had two or something. He kept lobbing them for about five minutes. <laughs> oh, <no, exactly. laughs> ah, yes. Oh, poor old Toberman. <laughs> they caught the first one that was holding him, not in. Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that that Cyberman suit they'd ripped under his arm. Oh, yeah. And I think as he... You see him again later on, the rips got worse. The yeah. seams just completely come undone. It wasn't filmed live and all that sort of nonsense, was this? It's all... You what, sorry, mate? Oh, well, I mean, they wouldn't have been, would it? Because you know, yeah. Oh, was some of it filmed live or something? I couldn't have been live. No, no, I couldn't no not by it. No, 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 I couldn't have no, been. No, but they yeah, only yeah. basically did one attempt to do one take, take because it was so expensive. Yeah, that's so, what I was wondering. Yeah. So, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. so unless someone really messed up their lines or whatever. There's been a few line fluffs in this, actually, right. already. So people have stumbled over a few words. Right. Well, hence the... Um, Jamie and the Doctor holding hands. That was something that they cooked Did, up themselves. Yeah, that's right. Enough, okay. Even though the director didn't want them to do it. Really? Oh. They didn't have enough film to go redo back it, and it again. again. Yeah, it's so expensive. Bring a cup of tea. That's it. Use the flask, Tony. That's what, that's what yeah. the flask yeah, that's for, what isn't Tone it? That's what Tony wants a flask for. Beat, he's, beat... he's always getting tagged by Swiberman coming out. I'm beat my manager over the head. <laughs> been... Get back! Oh. <laughs> Witch! I don't know why they felt the need to have to make that stupid noise all the time for. That's only plywood. 
Give us a give us a fact. Yes, so it's got yes. a bit quiet. Yeah, okay. Patrick Trumpton suffered from Goliath syndrome and, <laughs> and insisted he was over six feet tall. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Goliath syndrome. Isn't it? Oh dear. <laughs> uh, we'll end the scene on that. <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> Acting. Well, there you are then. <laughs> I was going to say. Obviously, he, it doesn't do gets, it for him. He gets aroused by Spider-Man. <laughs> but not Tobin and Cleek, it appears. It's too soft. <laughs> Let her go. I still can't remember why he wants to, um, even though I just watched it recently, why he wants to form this alliance with the Sidemen. It's never actually clear what he... He talked about the Brotherhood of Magicians earlier on, what it was called. It's, it's so that they... Because they, they're powerful and... I can take over the world. Yeah. Oh, basically oh, wants yeah. his own army of Cybermen, basically. Oh, megalomania. Dear, oh dear. Meg, yeah, megalomania. Yeah. You know what his performance reminds me of in this? Who, him or uh, the Captain... <laughs> or, or Cleague, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Bernard Breslau and carry and carry on oh, either up the Khyber no, or, no, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or uh, follow that camel. camel yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he bunged it in. <laughs> of course, Bernard Breslau was in Doctor Who. Was he? Played a nice warrior. A nice warrior? Yeah. Oh, obviously nice warrior. <laughs> Sorry. I've got his image of you doing it in a camp voice as well now. <laughs> I have come to dis- kill you and destroy your planet. But first, there's some flowers. In yes. <laughs> Takes them to dinner and things before he kills them. <laughs> So they lock them in the room with, with a gun. Guns. In the testing room with the yeah. guns, yeah. He's some archaeologist, isn't he? What is it? I was going to say, he's from the... Of magicians, Houdini wasn't didn't teach them anything to they? So they got locked in. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> now, Tony, if you if you watched the you didn't watch the last series of Doctor Who, really, did you? Uh, about two or three of them. Yeah. Two or three. Did you see uh, Closing Time, the one that had James Corden in it? Not the one we. That was the Lodger, the one we looked at before. Uh, uh, no, no. Um... Well, they, they they reintroduced the Cybermats for the first time uh. since uh, Revenge of the Cybermen, I think, wasn't it? Mm, not many, yeah. yeah. 
Sweet. And they've gone for the the Troughton era look as well. Oh, the actual Cybermen themselves? No, no, the Cybermats. Oh, right, yeah. Actually, the new Cybermen, the, the, the heads are more Troughton era. Yeah. This particular Cybermen. Yeah. Oh. You've drained the water from the oasis. There's <laughs> <laughs> that gigantic. This one the other week, wasn't it? There's that gigantic plug in it. <laughs> oh, from the uh, carry Come on. on. Don't follow that camel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's getting he's, the megalomania's coming through. I'm invincible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is terrible. <coughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. Um, yes. Go on, give us a fact. Oh, this is boring. All right. A young Robert De Niro was promised a bit part in the series. When the, uh, and he was made, he was made to wait in the wings. And when told he wasn't needed, he muttered something in Italian and left in a huff. And even younger Siobhan Fahey of Banana Rama fame was watching proceedings with great interest. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps she wrote a song about it, I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. <coughs> You can see the little tray they move up on. Just been, you see, it's a bit of clear plastic being slid up the up oh. the ramp there. I've probably got a solid mats to move by a um, a mixture of some were clockwork, oh. some were radio controlled, someone just pulled on bits of string, and others are just pushed into camera by by the crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of them are supposed to be radio controlled, but just because of the amount of electric stuff. Interference and all that. I just didn't and work. this is in so the early days up, of radio control as well. They just basically ended up pushing them and pulling them. Yeah, because <coughs> even like Jer- things like Jerry Anderson, like Thunderbirds and Stingray, that was all, all that was all pulled. Nothing was yeah. mechanized at all. Or radio controlled. It was all pulled along, including the cast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, this is a nice little scene, hmm. this bit. It talks about his um, family ah. and everything. It's quite good. So I'm not going to speak to you in this bit because I quite like the scene. So. Ah. Oh, first story was involved Daleks in. Hmm. Ah. Well, no, not the first time for him. It was first time. It oh, was no, her. No, it was a previous her, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So things that I can. So there's that. What obviously wasn't really exciting for our listeners because I was just we're all watching <laughs> that. But you could see Matt Smith delivering that, talking about family. Mm. In it's all in his in his yeah. in the dip, in the past and everything. It's sort of. Okay, remote control, definitely. Hmm. And the doctor carrying a gun as well. Well, I think there's some more of that music well, being used again. Surely you could hear the... Exactly. <laughs> Boggly eyed. <coughs> That's gone off his crutch. <laughs> <laughs> so with the, with the opening mouths, that was used in the uh, closing time as well. That version of Cybermap. Ah. They actually make enough noise to wake the dead, actually, aren't they? Ah. Deep sleepers, this lot, aren't they? Ah. Blimey. What the music's being used again? The stock music. Ah. <coughs> <coughs> Come on, chaps, you've been very, very quiet. Ah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say my last fact for the closing credits thing. Oh, I thought you had five facts for this episode. Um, oh, you had one left over from the last one, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that would be the fifth fact. The last one, the last one. I've done oh, four. You've gone through four already. I think I've had one, two, three. Yeah. Blimey. <laughs> Oh, I didn't never realise this was actually the first appearance of the Cybermats as well because he doesn't he doesn't know what they are. Oh, I'll explain why they all fell onto their side. sides. Sides, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're they even calling it the testing room as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did he shoot the doctor? Oh, hang on. That's the uh, last fact for this one. Go on. All right. Inside a cyber suit is a low-key appearance by Doctor Who fanatic Dustin Hoffman, who is in the UK filming deleted scenes for The Graduate. <laughs> so I just like the fact he's over here filming deleted scenes. <laughs> right, you're going to film some scenes now. These aren't going to be in the movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Then we may re- we may release a director's cut DVD in, <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Forty years time. Sixties. <laughs> Don't ask what a DVD is. We'll explain it <laughs> yes. later. It was a devil may care time, wasn't it? Sixties. You know, things happen. <laughs> yeah, these have been the extras on the DVD. <laughs> It's not the fact that's what they do. That's how they do it. Actually, film deleted scenes. Okay, folks, we should return in episode four. I never like to make predictions. Okay, we'll be pressing play for episode four in five, four, three, two, one, and play. Right, you got a fact for us, Tone, over the over the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Troughton's favourite colour was battleship grey. Oh, is that it? That's it. I'm sorry. Short and sweet, you know. Very poor. Very poor. Sorry, but it was his favourite colour. I thought the listeners wanted to know that. Can't make up something, can you? Just to fill the time. Exactly. (laughs) For God's sake, man. (laughs) Previous week, it was nowhere near that gun. I'm sure the doctor just actually kicked him there. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> he's still alive. A lot of Mike Boom shadow over Jamie's face there, actually. I've been carrying around this nurse's watch all day, <laughs> and now I've got a chance to use it. I try to think of the um, theme tune of Angels then. <laughs> oh, rocking guitar, really. yeah. I ordered a cab fifteen minutes ago and it's not done. It's a blue astro, mate. It's been coming around the corners. We'll be there in five minutes. It's the end of your road now. <laughs> Isn't the end of your planet now? <laughs> oh, so see what's up to poor old Toberman now. Ah. <clears throat> Did he appear in anything else? It's probably a good time to talk about uh, Roy Stewart because he sort of comes into his own. Roy uh, Stewart. Roy Stewart. He was um, began his career working as a stuntman, and uh, went to work in film and television when there were very, very few black actors, ah. which is quite true. He founded his own gym in 1954, <laughs> called the just called Roy Stewart's Gym, right? It was in North Kensington, and um, he ran a Caribbean club and the restaurant The Globe in Talbot Road until his death in 2008. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Well, he, actually ran, he was ran also the in a James Bond film. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> oh, oh. I'll get one right eventually. Go on. No, oh. uh, name, a, name a James Bond film. Blimey. Uh, no, no, Majesty's Service. Well, that's not actually a name of a James oh, Bond film. Oh, Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Secret no, Service. No, it was Live and Let Die. Oh, yeah, he yeah. played Quarrel Jr., of course. <laughs> Joe Quarrel is. Quarrel? Quarrel. Well, you argue, obviously. Oh, dear. <laughs> spell it, spell it, damn it. Quarrel. Yeah. 
as you would spell quarrel. No, oh, oh, oh. I don't know. I've never come across Doctor No. He got killed in Doctor No. This is he played his son in the in Roger Moore's I film. I see. Yes, Quarrel ah. Junior. But he was also in Carrying Up the Jungle. Uh, another Hammer film, Twins of Evil. And Stand Up Virgin Soldiers. I don't remember him in that, actually. But, hmm. but he was also in Terror of the Autons as well. Ah. He played the um, the circus strongman in the Master's... Uh, it wasn't the Master's Circus, was it? But, yeah. But I, was just, I was just thinking, though... <laughs> Isn't the Bond film on Her Majesty's Service? Very, very boring one where he just played a footman. <laughs> Bond was a footman. <laughs> it's open doors during the whole film. Mom. <laughs> also says here, Roy Stewart's in Space 1999 as well. Oh. You're doing terrible jokes over there. No, no, I'm just slowly getting it. <laughs> Paul just said. Oh, <laughs> terrible. How long did that take how you to get that? How slow was I? Cool, sorry. Anyway, back to Tomb of the Side of Men. Ah, and, and, and a fact. fact. And I've got a fact. Oh. Yes. Troughton was a master craftsman. Sorry, Trumpton was a master craftsman <laughs> and once made a Queen Anne replica cabinet for the colourful Earl of Doncaster. Was he colourful, the Earl of Doncaster? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, you saying he sort of led an alternative lifestyle? That's right. Is that what you say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> just the fact that Tom was actually referred to as a slave earlier on as well. That's just terrible, isn't it? Good old Cockney. You will help, help us. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, blimey, governor. <laughs> Strike a light. And no mistake. Problem's <laughs> getting up the effort and pairs to that hatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the you mean up, up the perishing hatch? <laughs> Go lummy. Governor. All episode, I've been wondering what he reminds me of, the uh, chief uh, Cyberman. Cyber Controller. Cyber Controller. Guess it right. Oh, it's it of, um, Leah's been to Legoland recently. All right. It's one of these Lego dollies back sort of thing, like a cuddly one, with a face just like that. You know, that kind of... Oh, he's, so he's got a smile, though. Yeah, he's got a smile, so, you know. Yeah, shut up. And the Lego head. <laughs> yeah. Not you, the Cyberman. <laughs> Slam the door on him. Ah, shut up. Shut up, Orin. <laughs> What is he doing with that gun? Yeah, shut up, bitch. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> oh. 
Oh dear. This has... And we'll just sit back down again. Mm. That went absolutely nowhere, that scene, didn't it? Yeah. What's happened to What's that Tobra bone? Has he been possessed or something? Is he all... Oh, he's been converted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does get a few more lines later on, actually, Tobra. Does he? Yeah. Which I think you'll appreciate the way he delivers them. Or he's, or he's been told to deliver them, put it that way. Oh. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it's just tinfoil. Exactly, tinfoil oh. and polystyrene. <laughs> Golf. That's what I've heard his name from before. Space Corridor. <laughs> it's always the voice. The voice. Something about the, the voice. start of shoestring. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor E's going to arrive. Space <laughs> Commandor. <laughs> Actually, the Farris Project mentioned... Oh, golf. Golf, but I think they called it Gault. Oh, Gault was in... Uh, what's that? The, the, the Davy Earth stood so, still. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Clactoberal and ectoberal it was. And nobody knew what he was... I think it was Chris actually said, nobody knew what he was talking about. Oh, I know. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's your favourite game, that. Golf, wasn't it? Oh, golf. Fantastic. That and... It was, was a it big lever. Was it 1942, 1942 as well? Yeah, right. no. And the 1943 as well. There's a, there's a follow-up yeah. there. <clears throat> Would you like a penultimate fact? Fact. Oh, you got a long way to. Oh, oh all right then. There's a long way to go, is it? There's quite a way to go, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll save it for a little bit later on. Right, so what if they bother even trying to do the mouth bit? It wasn't actually going to be in any particular sequence with the words. Yeah, I know. Oh, and just... then it opens, and then he says a sentence, I... then it closes. I think it's just meant to be a bit like the with the Daleks with the eyes flash, just to let yeah. you know which one's, one's talking. talking. It's only him in the room. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Unless their accent's really slipped. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Oh, that was the best death acting ever, that. I think the death acting gets better, doesn't it, as it goes on. It, I think it does actually, yeah. They've only done one arm, so how's he suddenly able to. to uh, but you can't tell the difference between the actor and what happens in the minute tone. So you can't tell that's a dummy. Oh, can't. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> When he throws it, I expect Spike Milligan to get up. <laughs> Someone's got a duck caller in the room. Feel <laughs> <laughs> <Still> the fud. 
So without their leader, what happens? They continue. I don't see why they had to put that bit on film. Very easily forces something made of mm. iron and... <laughs> You might have been lying there. We never saw it. <laughs> it's those two in the background just looking sort of like having a little chat to each other in the background. What do you think of this performance? Well, I thought it was rather rubbish actually, darling. <laughs> ah. Ah, he's lying. Lines comes up. He was a slave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hang on. Torberman like children. <laughs> Torberman <laughs> smash. <laughs> but yeah, the point in that is that they've done absolutely nothing to him that he hasn't already been most of his life probably anyway, <laughs> is it really? Exactly. Now right. apparently there was another thing about the Toman character that he was basically mute yeah. in this and the original thing was he was supposed to be wearing a hearing aid Yeah. but the director said no, I'm not bothering with that. So it, it made his character completely nonsensical. He's, he's meant to be a little bit a bit Mutt and Jeff oh, which yeah, makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, yeah. Is that the sign of a controller told you that? <laughs> okay, penultimate fact. Go on. Right, during the Second World War, Crumpton carried out some top secret work for the British government. So secret, even now it cannot be divulged what he did. In fact, I've caused a capital offence there by talking about it. Have you really? Does that mean for the rest of this... Podcast, you're going to disappear. Possibly. I think <laughs> Possibly. Ah, he's back to his megalomania again. You are. <laughs> I just saw Tom in the back limbering up there. <laughs> you see him? <laughs> Has Jamie been cyberdized as well? Was it? Or just a bit cold up the trussocks there? Is that why he's walking a bit stiff? Well, there's nothing. No, he hasn't got any warm underwear on, has he? That's the problem. Yeah, he's a true Scotsman, you see. Sorry, that guy just cannot act at all, can he? He's awful. <coughs> Is that one that's been in untold stuff? Loads and loads of stuff? No, no, that was uh, Cyril Shapps. Oh, uh, The little nervous-y oh, mo yeah. mole person from oh, earlier the, the, on. The better actor. Yes. Oh. This guy just cannot act. And probably that's why he's only in two episodes. They couldn't afford to pay him before. <laughs> <laughs> expensive. And they yeah, anyone halfway decent. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're going to be full Patrick Trout and that was it. <laughs> He looks so hurt when he's... <laughs> Sorry, that character's got the worst character in it. He just sort of... <coughs> he well, spent the entire story... Especially when he was last, last in that room, they'd got the hatch shut and they was... Some of them were trapped down, down there. He's yeah. come back in. He's seen the hatches up and he hasn't... And he wonders why everyone's not... <laughs> The problem is, we spent the entire story basically fixing the ship. I mean, oh, he's had the easier life. He's had the easier job. Sort of yeah, thing. definitely. Out of the way. All... Yeah. See, only evil megalomaniacs use the word puny. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the only time you'll you'll ever hear the word romp is is on the front page of the Sun newspaper. Oh yeah, they're yeah. megalomaniacs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Cybermen. <laughs> Actually, between the Cybermen. <laughs> and the duck callers back in the room. <laughs> Right, we're, we're back to that the music, <coughs> and you you in between episodes you correctly identified the TV show it's from, which is oh, um, a mystery science fear, um, yes. three thousand, yeah, yeah. But what? which film? A man from harm. I mean, the agent from harm. Agent from there harm, wasn't man, that. No, and uh, Puma Puma Man. There wasn't Puma Man. No, that's only ones I remember the names of. Um, oh, uh, hang on. Um, Another really badly filmed. Oh, all badly filmed, weren't they? Not man of the hands of fate. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. No, it wasn't that. No, I don't really it know. It was the horror of Party Beach. Cool. Paul knows that one. I thought you'd seen that one as well. I don't so. know. I can't, I can't remember that. Was there lots of dancing? Yeah. There was a lot of dancing actually. Very dancing. I fancy watching that now, actually. <laughs> it's been on my mind all the time on Horror Party Beach. I love that one. I just reverse the footage there. Yes. <laughs> As we said earlier, they can only afford to film it once. <laughs> It's bloody quick. Oh. <laughs> I think I had to do a second take of Jamie's stumble there because the first time his kilt went up over his head. Is that true? No. That'd <laughs> be fantastic if was. <laughs> I, mean, I just miss Toman coming out there. Well, <laughs> coming, well, not coming out, but... Obviously. Yeah, he just didn't... He didn't come out of that hatch at all, did he? No, he's just in the room. <laughs> oh, 
I never noticed that on previous viewings. Where was Toberman? There he is. Hey! Still there. Yeah. Get out, you stupid woman. <laughs> Southern Patrol is not dead. I'm gonna wake. I'm gonna wake up and say, "Take me with you." I'm sorry, "Take me with you, <laughs> please." No, nothing like that at all. I've been in Scotland before you. Do you know, actually, the continuity-wise, Michael, Michael Kilgareth gives exactly the same performance in Attack of the Simon, that, that way of stumbling around the room. That's obviously what he thought they'd brought him back for. Yeah, obviously. You know, the duck caught. For God's sake, somebody shoot that duck. <laughs> that's, that's most most lines he's had then. You're sorry, that's the most lines he's had then. Well, he is actually. Yeah. And here we have the best dying scene. Best dying ever. scene ever. There we go. <laughs> it's the starfish dying. <laughs> We went with the little death twitch afterwards, wasn't it? <laughs> Acting! Has he killed Toberman? Yeah. Uh, Did you hear him say, another life gone? Oh, yeah, I heard that. Man. Oh, there's some good acting for this guy as well in a minute. George Rubicek. <laughs> oh, let's go. Get out of here. Why yada? yada. <laughs> Just ready to go. Yeah, wise guy, yeah. Bada bada bing. How's that, that phrase go again? I've only done half it. I better bing but Bada bing, bada boom. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> well, as we all know, it's not the end of the side, man. You think they'd have at least either buried him or taken him with you? They just you? left him there, oh. didn't they? Rotters. Ah, the last fact. Go on, last fact. Very last so. one. Here Come we on. go. Before the um, before the war, Troughton ran in, Trumpton ran internationally for the UK athletics team and clocked the hundred meters in nine point two eight seconds. Official records were destroyed in a mysterious fire. On a side note, a Jamaican security guard named Algernon Bolt, who was also an expert in pyrenetics. Vanished around the same time. Huh? Now, because you put an Olympic spin on no. this podcast now, it makes it null and void. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? We don't talk about the Olympics. Olympics is bollocks. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a little bit of a factoid I picked up anyway. Yeah. Were you paid by Seb Coe to say that? 
Yes. Shoe, everything must be related to the Olympics. <laughs> and what a fantastic Olympic it was. <laughs> you mean the Olympic family? Yes. Yes. I can't just say legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Sustainability. <laughs> oh dear. Apparently, according to this, next week's the Bonneville Snowmen. Oh, well, it's not. Because next week, Paul and I will be back. You won't be, though. No, no. You won't be. Uh, we'll be back <coughs> with new Doctor Who. Uh, of course. With no. the Song of the Daleks. No. So, unless you care to join us, Tone. Um, well, the computer's not running, is it, at the moment? Yes, it is. <laughs> My one? <laughs> I feel with this one. Oh, no, I know yeah. this one. Yeah. I know this one is. I know this one is. I'm just saying my one isn't. isn't. So. Why do you? Why do you need? You can just um, do it on the phone. Can you? <laughs> what the old-fashioned way? Install install Skype on your on your mobile phone. I'll do that. It's not one of these flashy ones, is it? <laughs> it's not one of those Google phones. I like Google phones. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I ain't got one of those. Okay. Oh, oh. in that case, it's then, black and be, white. My phone. It'll just be me and Paul back next week then. Yes. Oh. Okay, with new Doctor Who to talk about. Oh, okay, let's wrap this up now because yes. I can see Tone's getting tired. Huh? He needs to go to sleep. I'll get on with drinking beer. You're drinking yes, beer, that's yes, more that's like more it. Yeah, we're right. waiting for that whiskey beer now, aren't we? <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So that's like, later in the evening. Okay, then, folks. So, for another week then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And me, Tony. Goodbye. the Who's He podcast. Please get in touch with us by emailing feedback at who's-he.co.uk, visit our website at who's-he.co.uk and also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.